Bad Movie Sunday. I'm Ashley. I'm Amy. We have a new guest to you coming today. This is Anya. Hello. That was Anya. <laughs> um, if you don't know, we're a podcast that talks about bad movies. That's why we're called Bad Movie Sunday, because we talk about bad movies on Sunday. We're going to roast them. We're going to toast them. We're going to have a lot of fun. And we hope you enjoy. we got a new movie coming for you today with Malavid D'Amelia in the starring role. Oh, what yeah. A, what a guy. What a guy. What a dude. The, what a babe. The, what a babe. What a babe. The movie that we chose, has, it goes by many different titles. Snow Job. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Sheer Bliss. The version that we watched. Winter Break. Wait, it has multiple names? Yeah, I was reading the IMDb user reviews and they're like, I was looking for Winter Break, but I found Sheer Bliss. It turns out they're the same. That, why would I you know. release a movie with four different names? I know! <laughs> So their marketing team needs to <laughs> recheck themselves before they wreck themselves again. Mm. But they already wrecked themselves. <laughs> so if you haven't seen this movie, which why would you have? Um, I have an IMDb summary for you. And it's so simple. Four post-college men living in Aspen try to figure out what to do with their lives. That's it? That's the whole summary? That's the men. whole summary. Nice. Four men. Four quote-unquote men. Adolescent. Boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of that movie we were gonna do with Robert Downey Jr. where he has uh, frosted tips and Ooh, a German accent. Yeah. <laughs> frosted tips? He has frosted tips <laughs> oh, and a German accent. Is this he, in like the he, early 2000s? He was so on drugs at that point. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was 1999. <laughs> I think he got oh. arrested that year. <laughs> Just like the guy from this movie who's on drugs the whole movie. Tyler? Oh, yeah. It's one character. Tyler. He's, out of the four of them, he's the only one I can actually tell apart from the rest of them. Because they're <laughs> all true. white boys and they, they look the same. And Milo. Mm-hmm. The other two. I thought Peter and Carter, <laughs> I thought they were the same. I had, that had the same face mm-hmm. for the whole movie. <laughs> until I realized, oh, well, no. one's supposed to be good with women. And, and the other is shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think that that you know character trait would give them away, but I had no idea who was who. Yeah, at all. It's sort of strange. They pick like four. Well, at least three. I think like Tyler, the sort of because he has a beard and he's always high and yeah. he's always wearing the same hat. Yeah. <laughs> so you can kind of you know tell him apart from the yeah. others. That's I true. think Milo we knew because he was Milo Because he's Milo. <laughs> yeah. I agree. The other two, two kind of look the, the same. The one dude from American Pie and the other guy that I've never heard of before. Peter was from... Or America. since. <laughs> or since. <laughs> exactly. This movie was not, you know, a launching point for their career. N- nope. Wouldn't say that. Nope. <laughs> we wear spoilers, by the way, because we will be going uh, in-depth with this movie. Scene by scene. Breaking it down. Um, but before we start, we have a drinking game for you, as usual. As always. This one's called the Colorado Bulldog, because they're in Colorado for most of the movie. The movie. And it's a variation of the classic white Russian cocktail. You need vodka, Kahlua, milk, cola, and ice. So it's very simple. Wait, Bill, you put vodka with milk? You know what? That's what it says. I don't drink, so I'm going to trust it. <laughs> oh, okay. My app tells no lies. <laughs> Fill rocks glass with ice cubes. Pour 30 milliliters vodka, 30 coffee liqueur, and 20 milk or cream. Sure. <laughs> Top with cola, and then you slightly stir with mm. a mixing tin. That's uh, Colorado Bulldog for you. And we have a couple of uh, drink wens. 
So we can just go back and forth mm-hmm. with these. If you want to start us off. Yeah, the first one I have is whenever they go skiing or snowboarding. Oh, man. We are, really are in sync because that was my first one, too. Nice. <laughs> I have every time they're at a party. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I have whenever... Oh, whenever a girl leaves Carter's room. So, like, oh. it's just been Oh, and when the two oh, girls okay. leave. Yeah. That's, that's What's that, a double shot? Yeah, or finish your drink or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. I have every time you see a red truck. Ooh. Ooh red truck girl. Red truck girl. Whenever, quote-unquote, Rico gets rejected. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have. Oh, I have one more, okay. which is whenever they mention the Wall Street. And that's about it. Okay, that's pretty good. So, we're going to go into the movie scene by scene now. Because you probably haven't seen this movie. Because I don't think anyone saw this movie, to be honest. I don't think the editors saw this movie. (laughs) So the movie starts off, um, my first point is just my love and Yes, he exists. (laughs) He is indeed in this movie. Um, and it starts off where it's established that he lives in a ski town. He gets up early, he skis a lot, and he just graduated from uh, college recently. He's also a quarter of a million dollars in in student debt, and he desperately needs a job. The dean, by the way, that he was talking to was such a dick. Like, such a dick. He was just like, oh, you in student debt? Oh, too bad for you. And, like, just rag... Ragging on him. <laughs> Ragging on him. Having a bad day. Yeah. yeah. So Milo sort of compromises because he can't get a job because of something with the Wall Street. It was confusing business stuff. I don't know. I'm Layoffs. Sure. Et cetera, et cetera. I trust. Sure. I trust you, Anya. <laughs> business, <laughs> economics. Mm. We can just throw out keywords What's that? like Never that. Never heard of it. <laughs> So he has to move to Buffalo because his uncle offered him a job there, and it's the only job that he can really get right now because layoffs, business, something, he can't get a job. But first he goes to a party, and that's when we get introduced to Matt's friends uh, who are leaving for Aspen in the morning, and they're going to take like a gap year. Because that was like their plan, right? Was that all four of them are going to move to Aspen together? They mm-hmm. go snowing. Except Milo has... Snowing. They go snowing. <laughs> they go icing. <laughs> they go raining. <laughs> they go sunning sometimes. <laughs> they go skiing together a lot. They, they want to be able to hang out together as a group of friends after they graduate college. But Milo sort of messes that up when he finds that he has to move to Buffalo. He got a goddamn job. I know. He could have had friends. <laughs> Too responsible, man. Too responsible. Uh, at the party, his then-girlfriend, Justine, played by Anna Ferris for yeah, like oh my two God. minutes there. I had to look her up because I'm like, hey. She her can- voice sounds familiar, yeah. but she doesn't look like she looks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? She didn't Maybe because she's not blonde. But yeah, that was it. But she's like the only girl that's not blonde in this movie. <laughs> yeah. and she's like the only yeah. blonde. Okay, anyways. No, she's not the only blonde sounding. But that's true, though. The two main character girls in this movie, both blondes, I couldn't tell them apart. Half and then the they introduced yeah. a third one later yeah. on, the waitress. Which is a sister or and something. And I thought it was the, the original roommate, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was like a waitress. Yeah. And then there was like the sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. my God. The fourth. Okay. There were four, and they all looked the same. And all the white guys what a mess. looked the same. And I couldn't tell who was who the entire time. You know, sometimes when people say, like, oh, all white people look alike. This, yeah. I get it. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, if you don't think movie. that, you can just watch this movie. Yeah. Seriously, though. Like, the three, I guess two main girls, third main girl that they, like, threw in in the middle. 
And the sister. And the sister. I guess that's probably the reason why they died. Was the sister also the waitress? No, no, I don't think so. Okay. I I don't think so. I don't know. I thought the two main girls were sisters at the beginning because they were like living together and I'm like, oh, they're sisters. Yeah. But then... It, they were talking but then about, they like, weren't. Yeah. It was kind of And then one confusing. of their actual sisters came. Oh, man. Wait, so was the third blonde the sister of someone? There was a no, sister. No, the fourth one was the sister. Of the roommate. Not the girl from Psych. Her roommate. <laughs> I love, that was my point about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's from Psych. The, her roommate's real sister came. But then there was also that waitress girl that he takes the sneaker ball later on. You know what? I watched this movie last night and I'm already confused about what you're saying. I can't imagine any of you listening. You know what? I'm saying words are coming out of my mouth, but I'm not taking them out. So I totally get you. Too many relationships to people that all look the same. Yeah. They should have kept Anna Ferris in as someone else so we could just tell her apart because she had brown hair. Yeah. And her voice is I know her voice. Yeah, it's very Anna Ferris, because I didn't know it was Anna Ferris before. I was like, oh, that kind of sounds like Anna Ferris, but it doesn't look anything like her. And then I searched it up, because I wanted to know who it was, and it was Anna Ferris. That's probably Mm -hmm. the reason why they dyed her hair brunette, honestly, because she's also a blonde, and they wouldn't have been able to... But she didn't need to have her hair dyed, because she's in there for two minutes. One (laughs) of the others should... Anyways, this is off on a tangent. (laughs) What we're trying to say is she breaks up with Matt, who is played by Milo, and he gets drunk, he passes out, and his friends kind of drag him to Aspen with them. And he kind of goes along with it. He's like, oh, you, you guys... Kind of wanted to do this anyway. <laughs> yeah. You, they gave him an excuse. So he decides to stay. He says just for a few days, but it ends up being yeah, a little bit longer than two days. A little bit. And Tyler, one of his friends, the one with the beard, the only one that I know. <laughs> yeah. I wrote down a few of my favorite lines in this movie. And he says one of them. He says... Come on, man. Don't be a cooch. <laughs> yeah, I have never heard I'm going to add that to my lexicon phrase. and use that from now on. Mm, good idea. Mm-hmm. Also, um, Matt was just straight up chugging whiskey at the party. Y- yeah, I know. He was that. very He was very, very into sad. it. Yep. <laughs> um, I think he should have died at that point. But <laughs> moving on. But science doesn't work like that, <laughs> apparently. So at the party, they introduced... The Matt's three best friends that take him to Aspen. I feel like we should go over them because they are super hard to tell apart. They've got um, Carter, the womanizer. The guy that's really good with girls and brings home a different one like every night. There's Peter, who's the opposite of Carter. He calls so- himself Rico for some reason. <laughs> yeah, Rico Suave. Rico Suave. And I looked it up and Rico Suave is like an actual rapper. Oh, so oh. I... I thought that that was his, like, alter ego at parties. Like, yeah. usually he's mild-mannered Clark Kent, but <laughs> when he breaks out those Rico Suave glasses, then he then he's cool. But he wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like that. He wasn't no. cool after. He was just the same guy, but he called himself Rico Suave. <laughs> yeah. Then we have the third friend, who's the one that we can actually tell apart, Tyler. Who's- he's, he's always wearing a winter hat inside... He was wearing a Hawaiian shirt and a witcher hat, and I wrote down fashion icon. <laughs> also, it said he took six years to graduate college, and then I wrote down me. <laughs> so if I could relate to any of these characters, it would be Tyler. I, mm-hmm. This is like, that's not a Hawaiian shirt, but it's close. You're wearing close. Kind of a Hawaiian shirt. Can I describe this shirt to you for all you listeners who can't see my shirt? Picture a Miami cop in the 90s, okay? Just got divorced. 
My <laughs> ex-wife is getting married, and I'm supposed to be happy for her because she invited me to her wedding. We have two kids, and I only get custody on the weekends. Also, I'm training a rookie cop while trying to juggle all the aspects of my life that are falling apart. That are falling apart. And there's a new homicide case that I'm supposed to investigate. You know, it's weird. That description was totally nothing to do with the shirt, but you can instantly imagine the shirt, even though I'm staring <laughs> at the shirt right now. But It's like something Colin Farrell would wear in Miami Vice. <laughs> That's true. It's or like, the oh original. my god, yeah. it's like something the guy from Psych would wear. It just it, the whole show. Sean? Sean. Oh my god, he would. Yeah. I'm so happy now. That's like my one point about the main female lead in this movie was she was Juliet from Psych. Yep. If you haven't seen Psych, she that was such the a good only show. reason that I could tell her apart is yeah. Like, oh, it's the Psych girl. Yeah. <laughs> so they're in Aspen. Uh, Peter, I think. The, the bad with women one. <laughs> yeah, him. Drags uh, Matt to a job fair. In Aspen. In Aspen. And he wants him to hand out flyers for his quote-unquote rager. Which, like, <laughs> yeah. why would you word it like that? And also, he tells Matt to, to hand out the flyers, and Matt is ready to do it without looking at them, because on them it says, Hi, I'm Matt. I'm a virgin. <laughs> do you want to sleep with me tonight? Or something stupid like that. <laughs> And he drops them all. And that's how he meets Psych Girl. It was like this cliche, like he was holding all the flyers. He dropped the flyers. She like tries to help him clean them up. Sorry, that was my fault. (laughs) And then, um, of course, I get interrupted by some like asshole Italian guy that like. Vito. 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 (laughs) And uh, he tries to embarrass. Malvin Tamilia. His name yeah, is he, Matt, by the way, Matt, in the movie. He, yeah. he tries to embarrass him, but it's not necessary because he's embarrassed already himself embarrassed. already. <laughs> and she asks him if he's Matt. And he's like, yeah. That's totally unaware <laughs> of the poster content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so his friend, Rico, what's his real name? Peter. 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 I can't just... <laughs> they mentioned his... Can we can we just call him Rico? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think they mentioned his name is Peter like once in the movie and every other time he just introduces he Rico Suave. Rico. Yeah. <laughs> so Rico slash Peter somehow manages to get two girls outside, like holding them both one arm over each of them, somehow. <laughs> That's why I thought he was Carter at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Lo and behold, he is not. No. <laughs> And one of those is the girl that helped... From Psych! From Michelle. Psych, yeah. The girl who helped Matt slash Milo Ventimiglia pick up all the papers inside. And the other is her roommate, Kirsten. Yeah. Kirsten? Kirsten. Kirsten? Kirsten Dunst or Kirsten Stewart? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't Kirsten know. Dunst. <laughs> uh, he then walks them over to their car, which right next to their car is a red Jeep, because Milo Ventimiglia before had been saying, like, oh, my perfect girl right, drives a, a red did truck. Did he explain why he wanted a girl who... Or did I just, like, black yeah, out during that? Very, or? like, two-seconds oh, explanation. Okay. It's supposed to show that she's, like, caring but earthy or something like some that. some bullshit oh, explanation. Okay. He was like, oh, it's supposed to show that, show that she's, like, sporty but also caring. They were like, yeah. by the color of your truck... I, and sure. having a dog, I think, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's really limiting his options. And he <laughs> doesn't have many options in the first place. And so, literally, once true. they once they drop the girls off at their car, like right next to their car is the red truck, and he's like, oh my god, it's fate, she drives a red truck. But they really get into the Honda Civic. Yeah. <laughs> and you can kind of, he has like a whole bunch of voiceovers during the, the movie for some reason. Which and are completely <laughs> unnecessary, might I add, because they're usually like one line, and it's either him trying to be deep about something, or saying something like, 
future fear. Fear of choosing the wrong future. Oh my I god. I could have guessed that, Dumbo. Or like when he says like, oh, red jeep girl in his head as yeah. he sees the red jeep. And we're like, okay, we had this conversation like maybe a minute ago. We get that you like a girl with a red jeep. There's a red jeep right there. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to say in your mind voiceover, hey, yeah. I think she has a red jeep. You know? <laughs> but, you know, voiceovers are just such a good way of storytelling, you know? Mm-hmm. If a movie has voiceover, you know it's going to be top he says quality. He like, lucky numero uno, but will he ever make it to dos? I don't remember that line, but I wish I he had. He talking about Peter, and Peter carries all these condoms around, and he hasn't used one of them, and he almost oh has to throw them out because he's not a womanizer. Oh, poor Peter. <laughs> oh, poor But also, poor Peter's Rico. kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point... Milo invites them over to his party, which was on the flyers, or I guess Rico's party. Someone was having a party. <laughs> Rico. <laughs> Rico. Rico just reminds me of that kid from Hannah Montana <laughs> who owns the, the shack yeah. on the beach. Oh my god, what a good <laughs> Who her brother character. works for. Her brother yeah. was like 40 or something. Yeah. And he played like a 20 year old. Yeah. That's creepy. He looks the same. I searched him up because I found that out like a week ago where I was like, oh my god, he was like 38 or 39 when he was on Hannah Montana like 15 years ago. I don't know when Hannah Montana was on. But I searched him up and he looks the same. He's like, what's his face? The the baby face kid that is always playing a kid but is not really that young. Macaulay Culkin? (laughs) (laughs) He was a kid. Him, except he looks... Haley Joel Osment. (laughs) The kid that plays the same character in every movie. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. From Matthew Broderick. Arrested Development. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Oh, yeah. true. names at that point. Steve Buscemi. I could have named, like, three people from Arrested <laughs> Development who play the same... Michael Sarah always looks like he doesn't know where he is and doesn't know why he's there. Oh my god, there's true. a person behind you that looks exactly like Michael Sarah. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> that was weird coincidence. It's fate. <laughs> Let me go chase him down and ask him the name. Um, who's the dad? Jason Bateman Jason plays Bateman. the same character in every he's always movie. He's like the everyman who's like, oh, I guess I'm in the situation now. Yeah. Uh, and, um... So, like, Homer? Yeah, I guess. And then Job, uh, Will Arnett, is always, like, trying to be the cool guy, but mm-hmm. doesn't always come off as the cool guy. Anyways, so... You know that? The, the, the brother that has, like, a hook for a hand? Buster. Buster. Yep. I was I saw him in something recently, and I can't remember what it was, but it was such, like, a serious, nuanced performance. I was expecting him to be Buster from Arrested Development. I was expecting a seal to come out of the water <laughs> and bite his hand off. Yeah. <laughs> But he I wasn't. Was, I was expecting him to, um, I, I, I'm trying to what make the big goal, <laughs> but I can't think of any. Um, what else does he do? Is he the one that adopted that Anya. Korean kid? <laughs> that was yeah. the, the mom adopted the Korean kid. Oh. He's, I expected him to have a rivalry with a Korean kid that his mom adopted. <laughs> mm-hmm. I expected him to join the army for no reason. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I have to rewatch Arrested Development. So back to the movie. <laughs> They're at the party that he invited the girls to. Rico Suave. Rico Suave's party. Which I had my first point about this party. What was the music in the background? Oh, like everyone was that was like, Rico Suave? Is that why he said Rico Suave? Oh I, I literally don't know. I've never heard Rico Suave's music. It wasn't ever. a rapper, though. I made a 
point of it because it was so off-putting. It was like this random blues music, but like live. Is that the one with the live band and the one guy's playing guitar and kazoo (laughs) at the same time? Because that's the one. Mm -hmm. What's a kazoo again? It's a... You know oh, that you okay. get like at a kid's birthday party yeah. in a goodie bag. <laughs> those are the best, man. I could play those. Like that was Let my me hear that solo. Sit. <laughs> That's my solo. You know how in like elementary school and, and middle school and stuff, like you had to take music classes and they let you choose from like a selected list of, mm-hmm. of musics and stuff. <laughs> music. Music? <laughs> of instruments. I think I would have chosen the kazoo if I could have. What did you play? I played the clarinet, which was a horrible choice, well, by the way. Uh, why? I, um... Your mouth picked... tasted like reed for the whole time? Yes. <laughs> but also, I picked the clarinet because my music teacher specifically said, Hey, the clarinet's an easy instrument to start Mr. off P? with. Mr. P? What a... I loved him. I love him. <laughs> but he lied to me. <laughs> Betrayed me. He's like, yeah, clarinet's an easy instrument to start off with. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to play the clarinet. Some other people chose, like, the trombone or the trumpet or something. Lucky motherfuckers. <laughs> Those were good instruments to play. They were, like, sailing through the rest of the class. Like, the first couple months of when I chose the clarinet, I was like, yeah, okay, this is, like, pretty good. I'm playing this well enough, I guess. I was still shit. <laughs> Don't me. But, uh, you know, I was all right for someone that is not great at music to begin with. Um, but by, like, middle-ish of the year, I was just, like, pretending to play whatever notes, you know what I mean? There was, like, 15 clarinetters. <laughs> so it was easy enough to blend in. And then by, like, the end of that year, I had switched to the bass drum. Because... <laughs> That's exactly what I did! Except yeah. after the first two weeks I did that. Because huh. oh, I chose yeah. saxophone, and mm. I was like, oh, I don't like this at all. <laughs> but did see that out. <laughs> Exactly. So then I just play drum. Oh, we're so in sync. I know. We yeah. are live. <laughs> it's fate. <laughs> Ashley, will you marry me? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> and you have a witness right here. Oh. <laughs> uh, what did you play? Actually, my middle school didn't like force us past grade five. What? Do music. What? We had to play until grade eight. I yeah. know. And then in high school, some more if you choose music. Oh, but. I didn't. And so the only thing I played was a recorder. So I have a recorder lucky. story. <gasps> tell. You tell. So one of the other reasons why I played clarinet was because I was told that it was close enough to the recorder, right? Which like Figures, but no. Of, but it's lots of lie. <laughs> so um in that was in middle school that I had my whole clarinet thing. By the way, the first time my dad ever heard me swear was <laughs> was when I was we had to, we had like these practice sheets that we had to fill out where like you had to practice a certain number of hours per week and your parents had to sign it to make sure that you practiced. What? Yeah, and then you had that's to hand it so in. You got like extra dumb. marks, right? I that's when I first got arrested for forgery. <laughs> <laughs> me. <laughs> no, I was. I shouldn't say this. On the <laughs> But There's probably a statute of, of limitations that passed if it was a while ago, so mm-hmm. just go for it. But I was I was forging my parents' signature back in grade four when we had our parents had to sign our planner to make sure that they'd seen our homework. But back in elementary school, when we had to play the recorder, because we only really got to play like quote unquote real instruments once we were in middle school. But in elementary school, like grade 
three to five or whatever, we played the recorder and like everybody the does walking <laughs> xylophone. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the real instrument. Triangle. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I really liked my music teacher in elementary school, and my music teacher really liked me. Um, my music teacher chose me to be in this recorder band. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> that was the thing for little grade four, whatever wow. me. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> so, like, after school on some days, I would go to the music room with, like, 15, 20 other people. I thought you were, like, going to go to her house. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've got cookies. Oh, Fresh out of the oven. <laughs> Listen like, to some relaxing music. Oh, some some hypnotizing music. <laughs> oh man, listen to some Rico Suave. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get down with Rico. <laughs> oh my god! But um, she took us to the music room. Like at you know there was like I don't know like after school programs like choir or whatever. I went to cookies this, with teach. <laughs> I went to this recorder band, and um, I was so bad at the recorder, but I really liked my music teacher, so I didn't want to tell her. And I had a bunch of friends in this recorder band. I keep saying that, and it sounds <laughs> dumber. It every sounds time better I every time. I swear. Did you have a name for the band? I wish. Suaves. <laughs> Suaves. Lil Rico and the and the Suaves and the Suaves. <laughs> I think we should have been called that. That would have been a good name, actually. <laughs> Rico and Suave. The, the recorders and the other recorders. We also, every, like, couple months, for, like, special events and stuff, like Christmas and... Okay, holidays. Christmas. Holidays, you know what I mean. We'd have, like, um, recitals, sort of. Like, the choir would go and sing something, and then the recorder band would go and record go something. Go and record or something. And I was so bad at the recorder. Like, I'm terrible at music in general. So, um, I used to, just the same thing that I used to do in middle school, <laughs> I used to pretend to play where I'd, like, move my fingers around on the recorder and, like, pretend to blow in, but not actually let off any breath so that, same. like, the music wouldn't come out. Um, and during one, uh, rec not recital. Like, Show? Practice performance, I guess. Which we actually, we were performing in our middle school, but we were in elementary school at the time. <laughs> oh, moving up. Moving up. So it was like a big deal for us, like little grade five oh. year olds. Grade oh. <laughs> five year olds make some returns. So uh, for, for us, it was like a big deal that we were playing in the middle school. We were like really excited for it, even though I wasn't actually playing anything. <laughs> so. <laughs> lost my train of thought. It just derailed. You're in the middle school, you're having the time <laughs> yep. of your fucking life. Mm -hmm. You're not playing. Not you're playing the recorder. <laughs> so my friend, who was in the recorder band with me, <laughs> when we were practicing on stage in the uh, middle school, my teacher like called her out for not playing the thing. She was oh. like, "Your name." Are you, like, not playing along? And she, like, called her out. She reprimanded her. She sent her home and kicked her out of the band. <laughs> Yay! So, serious business. Cool. Serious. Man, recording is, like, a serious business. <laughs> this is, like, school of rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was terrified after that that she would, like, find out that I wasn't actually playing along, just like my friend who got kicked out for doing the same thing. 
But I just, like, went along with it for the rest of, like, <laughs> elementary school. My teacher never found out. And I would do, like, I would, like, move my, I would make sure to, like, move my fingers around, like, a lot. And I would, like, look off into the corner of the room, like, pretending <laughs> I'm thinking really hard. Like, oh, what's the next note? <laughs> it was, it was bad. But You're doing, like, a sick solo, <laughs> but just with your finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no noise coming out of it. That was the start of my con woman career. <laughs> That remind me, did Julia ever tell you that that story? I think it was Julia's story where we were in middle school and Mr. Zed from middle school, the bald head, he would would conduct the Christmas recital and he would always stand, (laughs) his head was like someone buffed it. That's how (laughs) polished it was. Oh. So he would always stand under, there was like a skylight. And the light would reflect off of his head <laughs> into Julia's eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> she was like one of the only saxophone players or something, so she had to play because it would have been noticeable. If yeah, she didn't. but she was just like fighting off this blinding light, <laughs> reflecting off his head. Oh man! Wait, that was the French teacher, right? Yeah, he was the same one that would um, take out a comb in the middle of class. <laughs> Brush his mustache. <laughs> yeah, he mustache. He had a mustache, but no hair. And no hair. He was so sweet, though. He but would also, at the beginning of every year, he would take out his grandfather's hat yeah. and show it to us once and put it back in the closet where he kept it. Did he just what? Like, keep it at Why? the middle school? Because it was so. just always in the closet the next year. He would take out but his hat. But what's the story? Why would he show it to you? Oh, what's would, the lesson? This is, this is the story. He would take it out. He would blow the dust off into our faces from the hat. He'd be like, it'd be like rotting in his hands, just like disintegrating. He'd say, this is my grandfather's hat. And then he'd put it back in the closet. I feel like there was some story he said that went along with it, but I can't remember it. I just remember the hat. He told us like three times and I can't remember it. He was also very interested in the war and made all of our projects revolve around the war. Yeah. Oh, the the only war? The war. (laughs) That war. The war? The one war? (laughs) We did like... Oh my god, we did like three assignments that had to do with like, we had to pick some war and make a presentation in French about it. And you were a soldier and you died in mm-hmm. the war. <laughs> and this is how you died and you have to go over your family. And but I remember that I, we had to pick like some background music for the, for the last, I remember like the main presentation we had to do for it. And I picked Requiem for a Dream. Okay. <laughs> which, oh. Yes, from the movie, but I picked the version that was in the Lord of the Rings 2 trailer. Because <laughs> I hadn't seen Requiem for a Dream. I had just seen the trailer for the Two Towers, and I was like, hey, that's cool music. I thought it was Lord of the Rings theme. Turns out it's actually from the movie with its same name. <laughs> but I would love if you just did, like, you were a soldier in Lord of the Rings in the... <laughs> In the and Battle this, of the Five Armies. Yeah, you were just like a dwarf or something. Mm, that'd be good. That oh was gosh. your story. Can you imagine if I just like came up there? Everyone's talking about like the Afghan War, World War One. I'm just like, <laughs> listen up, motherfuckers. I was an elf. My family died in Mirkwood. <laughs> and they're not supposed to die, you know? Yeah, elves don't even die unless they've been stabbed. <laughs> and guess what? I got stabbed. <laughs> In the back. <laughs> this is my story. Requiem for a dream music starts playing. Oh man, I would love, love to do that presentation. <laughs> but 
I had a friend at the time who was also super into Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I did my presentation before him, and Requiem for a Dream came on <laughs> when I started um, playing, and he just looked at me with the most betrayed look. And I was just like looking at him the whole time while I was giving the presentation, like, "What? Why are you glaring at me?" And then he went like two people after me, and <laughs> he played Requiem for a Dream <laughs> oh. as his background song, and it was like. It's on. Who did oh the better God. presentation with Requiem for a Dream? And then you had to stab him for real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know. No statute like, of limitations on that one. You know? <laughs> just life. You're, you're just like set to go to jail now. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> Exposing all of it. You know how in teen movies and everything, it's like a big deal where like two girls wear the same dress to something? Yeah. In middle school, if you had the same background music pre- in a presentation, <laughs> ooh, someone had to change. Someone's gonna get cut that day. <laughs> yeah. Someone's get stabbed in the back by an elf in Markwood. <laughs> With a real knife. <laughs> With a real knife. Man, we are just not talking about this movie. <laughs> no. Should we? Is that we what the just, people want? <laughs> just talking about Lord of the Rings for the rest of the time. I think that's what the people want. Welcome to, to Fantastic are the Movie people? Sunday. We're going to talk about the best movie ever, Lord of the Rings. Welcome to Middle School Nostalgia Sunday. <laughs> I guess we should talk about this movie. So we were talking about the music during this party. Oh, right. So that's how we went off in this crazy I long tangent. I got it. So the music sucked. <laughs> it was like this weird-ass jazz like music that jazz they were playing live. Folk indie and she wasn't like a good singer the lead singer it was awkward yeah that's a good word to describe this movie actually a lot of the scenes were just awkward a little awkward a little yeah sure i'll buy that <laughs> um so then the two girls arrive girl from psych and Michelle. girl that looks like girl from psych kristen kristen <laughs> kristen kirsten kirsten kristen 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 Kirsten? Is this what the people want? <laughs> I think this is what the people Co- want. Quality we just content. Say Quality Kirsten or Kristen the whole time. <laughs> um, and Rico Suave, quote unquote, Peter in real life, greets them. And girl from Psych, what's her name this Michelle. name? Michelle. She is asking for Matt because that's who she really wants to talk to. <laughs> Everyone's asking for Matt. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'd be asking for Matt. I'd be asking for Matt. <laughs> um, and she leaves... Kirsten, 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 <laughs> she leaves Kay alone with um, like <laughs> Peter, um, and they, you sort of get like a little bit that they're kind of into each other, and then Michelle goes out and finds Matt on the, the, the patio, I guess, outside, and they just talk for a bit, and they sort of bond, and it's kind of nice. And she, she's, no, she just knows he's outside there too, like, no one told her he is outside, I don't I, think. I thought Rico slash Peter said, uh, Matt, oh, he's out back. Oh, I missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was... I thought she just, like, had this soulmate connection, you know? And she you was just on the psychic. same as him. Yeah, yeah, and so she just, like, went out because she knew he was there. She was on like, so many innately. episodes of Psych, she absorbed Sean's power. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't really... <laughs> oh, my God. Sean's, quote-unquote, power. power. God, I love Psych. I need to rewatch that. No, it's on Amazon Prime. You I remind me of Sean from really? Psych. Is the top so, qual compliment. Does that mean your guess? <laughs> yeah. Is that the super Got the little <laughs> <laughs> So the next day, they're hiking on top of um, a hill. Him and Milo, Ventimiglia, and his three white friends are <laughs> all um, hiking on top of this snowy mountain to, oh, to, to go Oh, before that, take a drink mm. because uh, Carter, is that his name, comes out of 
there's a girl oh. that comes out of his room, and then he's like, I'll give you fellas 20 more minutes, because he's taking a shower with her, man. Right. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got <laughs> that part. Amazing. It happens, like, a lot during That's how far my memory extends. <laughs> so they're hiking on top of this hill to go snowboarding, I guess. Take um, a shot. Take a shot. Drink. <laughs> and then... Um, oh my god, we should have this point for the drinking game. Whenever Tyler just collapses, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just, True. like, so clumsy. Because Tyler is, like, sort of like the fuck-up friend, I guess. Tyler reminds me of me. Tyler reminds <laughs> me of me. <laughs> <coughs> Same wavelength. I thought you were going to say Tyler reminds you of me, <laughs> but you said me, and I thought, oh, that's nice of you. <laughs> So um, they're hiking and Tyler like collapses and he's like, "Go on without me." And this, I just, my only note about that was me. <laughs> and then um, once they finally got to the top of the hill, they meet this like random wisdom couple. This that older this... couple just chilling. Um, and they give like this speech, I guess, to Milo to like follow his heart about yeah. like the job. Because he's, like, searching for jobs or he... They literally just meet this old couple. They're like, oh, by the way, here are all of my problems. And they just unload. Well, Matt just unloads all of his problems on them. And the old guy's like, well, I don't know what to tell you, son, so just follow your heart. Mm-hmm. Good advice. And then they just go snowboarding. Like, yeah. nothing happened. Oh, take a drink. <laughs> take a drink. And again, Tyler falls. But it turns out it was just, like, a trick. He wanted to, like prank them, be like, ah, I'm not actually dead, what, guys. Tyler? Are you dead? He's, like, face down in the snow. <laughs> you guys took so long to get here. <laughs> yeah. I almost froze my butt off. Tyler is us, though. And that's when Matt decides, well, I guess I'll stay in Aspen. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll just give up that job my uncle write up for me, and then I'll stay here. Because of the wisdom couple. That was random, His though. heart is with his white friends. Yeah. That's what they were trying to say in that part. So then the next scene, Milo's in the car on his mom, trying to convince her to let him stay in Aspen. Um, and he's like, well, less trying to convince her and more just saying, I'm going to stay in Aspen. And her being <laughs> yeah. like, mm, no, I don't think so. And he's like, yeah, I am. What are you going to do about it? I'm here. <laughs> Hangs Hang up. up. Um, but he's having a little bit of trouble starting the car. And then Michelle... And, and Kirsten, Kirsten, Kristen <laughs> walks over and sees them from like across the street in his car with the windows up that are blacked out. Somehow they're like, ah, that's Matt. No, that's a Matt. That's him. That's a Matt. So uh, Michelle and friend <laughs> come over to help him. Well, to say hi, first of all. And then she's like, oh, are you having car troubles? And he's like, yeah. So then they have this, like, super cliche, like, oh, girls not like other girls scene where she, like, is fishing. She knows the everything car. about the car. Yeah, she's like, oh, was it, like, the spark plug? And he looks over at her, like, you can fix a car and you're a girl. And you're like, okay, this happens in, like, every movie. Can she's like, not? I'm from Idaho or oh something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I worked with my dad in his car shop. And you're like, I don't, this is just the sure, shirt. whatever. <laughs> no. Um, and then saying? the friend, Kirsten Kirsten, 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 K. Kirsten, <laughs> her. Sees subliminal messaging. Subliminal <laughs> messaging that like Matt oh. and Michelle are into each other. So she like leaves them to talk. She makes up some excuse like I need to go home or whatever. Good wingman. <laughs> Good wingman. Um, and then Michelle and Matt go to have coffee together. And they just like talk for a bit. And then after is the most awkward scene I think in this movie is when they're watching a movie together. 
when they come home to watch a movie, because they've been at the coffee shop for a bit, and they decide to go back to Milo's house, Matt, whatever the name is in the movie, mm-hmm. Milo Ventimiglia. They decide to go back to his house, and Tyler is sitting on the couch watching Bob Ross. I'm painting a picture. <laughs> oh, Me. that's where I know it from, because, like, I've seen that clip on YouTube, and I could not, like, for the life of me, pinpoint where or what that was. Oh, man. Bob Ross? Yeah. Okay, awesome. I love that scene, though. That was, that's, like... Okay. Yeah. That's good. He's good like stuff. watching this Bob Ross episode where Bob Ross is like painting a picture Happy of a landscape trees. as usual. Happy little tree. This tree needs a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, the camera like pans down to Tyler's painting. It's like the <laughs> Yeah. Style. That was actually pretty funny. Um, and Bob Ross is like a legend now. I know. I didn't like when I, I used He's to watch him up. as a kid and I didn't, you know, I Did liked him. Did you paint him, along so. with him? I didn't paint along, but I liked watching him paint. But he's, like, I don't know if it's just, like, a recent years thing, but, like, everyone knows Bob Ross. He's, like, this he's legend. He's got his yeah. like chia pets now. <laughs> yeah. He's got bobbleheads. He's, like, t-shirts of him. Oh, yeah. I wonder if he knew. Wait, what year did he die? 95. I don't think he knew what, like, a a legend he became. I don't think he did. What a, what a guy. What a dude. <laughs> so Michelle and Matt come home. They see Tyler watching Bob Ross, and they kick him out. To or he was, like, kind of a wingman. He's like, wink, wink, I'll go sleep. <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon, by the way, they just went out for coffee. It's like yeah. the sun's still up in the sky, and he's like, oh, it's my bedtime. And he goes <laughs> yeah. downstairs, and you're like, okay. So Michelle and Matt sit down to watch a movie together, and it starts off. It's so awkward. So she's, awkward. like, sniffing the blanket, and it smells like Tyler, and she's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, do you want to use the blanket? She's like, no, and she across the room. He also tries to put his arm around her, but the couch is, like, too tall, so it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, it's so horrible. And then she looks at him like, what are you doing? And he's like, yeah, nothing, and he pulls his arm back in. But they quickly cut to them, like, after the movie's over and near the end of the movie, and they're, like, sleeping on each other. You're Mm -hmm. like, okay, things worked out, I guess. But then it gets even more So I guess they watch more than one movie since it was daytime, and then suddenly they're completely... Yeah, because it was Were they watching a TV show, maybe? Lord of the Rings extended director's (laughs) cut. <laughs> That's like the only way, you know what I mean? To watch Lord of the Rings, you gotta watch the extended version. Mm-hmm. There's like another movie in it, because each version, I guess, like the Lord of the Rings regular. I'm sorry, I could talk about Lord of the Rings for, Go for it. actual That's years. That's what the people want, actually. That's what they want. <laughs> Welcome to Lord of the Rings Sunday. Because the regular Lord of the Rings movies are like two and a half hours each, and then the director's cut version is another two and a half hours. Oh. You know how much they cut from those oh, movies? Oh, damn. God. Like a second movie. It's like six movies plus The Hobbits. So then it gets a little more awkward with once they wake up from the watching TV show movie, whatever they were watching. And as soon as it cuts to that scene, he has a little voiceover line, and it's paralysis. I was afraid to move. <laughs> yeah. Which is so dramatic. <laughs> she just fell asleep on your shoulder, dude. Chill. Push her off. <laughs> oh my Whatever. god. Do what you gotta do. So they sort of wake up. They do wake up. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> and they almost wake up. They kind of wake up. One's awake, one's <laughs> still sleeping. Let's get to the logistics behind it. <laughs> so they both wake up and they kind of have this moment because she's been sleeping on him, sort of. Her head's like on his shoulder. 
and their heads are really close together, so he thinks, oh, I should kiss her now. So he leans in, but she, like, pushes him away right away. (laughs) It was And that's when she reveals that she has a boyfriend in New York. New York City boyfriend. Yeah. Fancy-ass boyfriend. Fancy-ass boyfriend. Another white boy in this movie. Will there ever be (laughs) a Who's later gonna buy her... Fancy ass skis. Yeah. And and say my one of my other favorite. Who's your sugar daddy? That was my favorite <laughs> line. But it kind of makes me think now that the friend Kirsten, Kirsten, Kristen, mm. she like when they were at the, the car when Milo was having car troubles, she left them alone, right? Because she was like, ooh, you you two should yeah. talk and stuff. But she must have known that her roommate had a New York boyfriend. Yes. A rich so, New York boyfriend. But she's like, no, mm, you should go, you know, snuggle up to this guy. Like, maybe she isn't a great wingman. <laughs> maybe she's the worst wingman, in fact. I think <laughs> so. So then we have yet another montage slash voiceover. Mm-hmm. One of many classic scenes in this movie. Um, where they're going over that everyone got jobs. It's, been, it's, it's sort of like a montage of like what's been happening over the last Time couple of weeks or something. So everyone got jobs. Everyone's working somewhere. Milo's at working Pink at the ski, ski instructor with little kids, which is also where Michelle is working. Peter is the garbage guy for something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Carter is a waiter uh, at the coffee shop. Yeah. That they go to. So is Kirsten. Kristen. Yep. She's a waiter for something. And then they're at the uh, the old couple that they met before. The wisdom couple, the random yeah. people on top of the hill. And there's this, like, a random scene of Tyler and Matt going to their house, and, and Tyler is high, and Matt's like, just don't talk. Except he talks a lot. Oh, yeah. God, that, yeah, that was, like, the it's scene that I actually like, had to skip. Like, I was watching on YouTube, and I was just pressing K the whole time. Oh. Or L. No, L. The, like, skip forward? Yeah, 10 oh, seconds. No. Because I just... It's just too awkward. Like, so awkward. And that whole scene was just so they could give him a pie tin. Baked. Ha ha ha. Oh my ah, god. His jokes. Because he wants to, like, bake a pie for Michelle no, no. No, because Tyler was baked. Like, he was on drugs. No, but also... <laughs> oh, the reason right, 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 yeah. there is to get a pie tin. Yeah. he wanted to bake a pie <laughs> yeah, for Michelle. Yeah, because Wisdom Couple gave him another bit of wisdom. <laughs> wisdom <laughs> Couple. <laughs> he was like, oh... The girls like it when you bake a pie for them or some random stuff. Like, you... He's like, oh, she loves pecan pie. So he decides to bake a pecan pie for her for Christmas, which uh, is the next scene Instead that they cut of, to. Instead of, you know, buying her a present. <laughs> it's like, or something pie. good. <laughs> so then it's Christmas, which was kind of a jump. There was no, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. They go to skip some stuff. Yeah, I, I guess, guess there was a montage I see before. Scene. I want to see them going to the bathroom. <laughs> I want to see them walking from the their car their to their teeth. house. Yeah. You know, those people that complain that, like, oh, we never see people going to the bathroom in movies. Like, they never show that kind of stuff. I'm always like, do you want to see that kind of stuff, though? <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure some are. of them do, like the Fosters or something like oh, that. Oh, no. <laughs> but the only time you really, like, see people going to the bathroom in movies is when it's, like, a plot point, you know what I mean? Like, it's, someone's, like... Listening into a conversation. Now one in the shot with the guy sitting on the toilet and he has his newspaper open and he's reading the news. Yeah. Yes. That's it. That's classic. That classic, classic scene. scene. So they're at Christmas at Michelle's house, who's hosting Christmas for I guess her roommate and Matt and Matt's friends. And it's all the white all, all the white people in this movie. <laughs> yeah. 
And they're hanging out. Uh, but there are only white people in the movie. All the white people in Aspen just crawl into the house <laughs> through yeah. the windows. So Matt gave uh, Michelle a pecan pie, like he, the wisdom couple told him to. But then, like they're they're having fun, you know what I mean? Like they're sort of bonding. They're, they're singing listening songs. to Rico Suave, <laughs> the real Rico Suave. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, he oh, really. The, I thought you were joking. The CD, no. I oh, think. well, because they were like super. Oh, excited. damn! I'm pretty it's sure. an Easter egg. Because I think I Tyler mean. was like, oh, look what I have, and he's holding out this CD, and they're like, oh my god, put it on, and it's Rico Suave. Oh, no. <laughs> I missed that completely. And then they're just like dancing around the living room, they're having a good time. But it gets bam. a little broken up when Michelle's boyfriend from New York... New York, Tom, a... he doesn't talk Tom. like that at all. <laughs> I'm so disappointed, he talks like a normal person. I know, he talks like he actually works on Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. But he comes over for a surprise... Michelle's very Classic. surprised. She seems a little disappointed that he's there, mm-hmm. honestly, for like him being her boyfriend. She's like, oh! My rich boyfriend is why here. Why are you here? Um, and of course, the other man, I guess, the boyfriend, has to be an the asshole. The other man. <laughs> you only have like the other woman. Oh, okay. The other man. <laughs> So, of course, he has to be an asshole, as, you know, the classic cliche rom-com-ness when there's a girl who meets a nice guy, turns out the girl has a boyfriend slash other husband. rich boyfriend, I cannot stress this enough, he has (laughs) money to spare. And she (laughs) has to leave him for the nice guy that she just She just has to, though. You don't know how many movies I've seen. That's the the plot. Why do they do this all the time? It's all of them. So this is where uh, we have the best line in the movie, I'd say. I think Amy already mentioned this. Who's your sugar daddy? Who's your sugar daddy? When the uh, asshole boyfriend, Tom, gives Michelle her Christmas gift. It's like this $800 pair of skis that she's wanted for a while. And then Matt's looking at his like pie like, oh, should have gotten her an actual gift. Oh, and then the boyfriend brings a pie as well. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, just yeah. like two pies. Matt's pie. Yeah. yeah, I thought she was going to say, oh, thanks. We already you know, have nice. Yeah. But I already have a pecan pie. But she was like, oh, no, thanks for the pie. Thank you. And then Matt's looking at her like, bitch, I brought you a pie. <laughs> I brought you a pie first and I baked it. <laughs> so the next day, Matt has uh, some tickets for something. Sneaker ball. Sneak. What does that mean? It's a ball, but they they dress up fancy. But they, but they sneak wear in sneakers. That's but they sneak in. And they sneak oh, in. That's that's some of them true. sneak in. So I guess he has tickets for this fancy event, the but sneaker it's like a ball. Party. Sneaker it's, party. It's a okay. Um, and he wants to take Michelle. So he's telling his friends, oh, I have tickets for this, and I don't know who to take. And they're like, why don't you just take Michelle? And he's like, she has a boyfriend and everything. But they're like. Just take Michelle. She's obviously into you. <laughs> Even though she has a boyfriend. That a rich boyfriend <laughs> from New York. So he goes over to ask Michelle anyway, but of course, Tom, her actual boyfriend, is um, at her classroom, like where he's going to go ask Why her. Why is Matt oh, always yeah. bothering her at work? He does this. Oh my god. He does this like three times. It's like the first of three times. Oh. He's always whenever he wants to have a personal true? conversation, it has to he has to corner her in her place of work. <laughs> yeah, he can't just be like, "Oh, hey, can I talk to you after your shift? Do you want to go to the coffee shop or something where you don't work?" There's like <laughs> eight kids around her, and he's like, "We need to talk now." And, and the like, kids are like, learn. "Whoa, adults!" <laughs> no <laughs> drama. <laughs> so. Matt runs into Tom, who's Michelle's actual boyfriend, at her 
Just kind of lingering by the door. Yeah, like a creep. As you do. <laughs> when you're from New York and you're rich and you're white and you can do whatever you want. So Tom figures out that Matt was going to ask her out because he sort of figures that Matt has a thing for Michelle. Um, and he tells him, he Tom tells Matt to back off from Michelle because he's his, her boyfriend. He's like... Because oh, he controls you. her. You like her? That's so cute. It's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And then Matt, who's feeling sort of discouraged right now, because, you know, you would be. Yeah, and like, <laughs> so, so easily believes him. Yeah. Like, Have some faith in yourself, yeah. dude. Yeah. You're pretty cool. You're great. I'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me take you. <laughs> He's like, fuck that noise, and he finds another blonde girl, the Who waitress. The, the waitress! Yeah, the other two blonde girls in this movie. And he asks her to go with him to the sneaker ball. And, and she says, yes. He runs but into she her. She's a gold digger. Yeah, <laughs> she is. Way- she know? Because he has no money. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because when she comes Just, into the ball. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, we'll oh, get that's back. True, that's we'll true. get to that. But the way that he runs into her is like she pulls up in her red truck. Take a drink. Take a drink. He certainly does. He, oh, that's true. <laughs> to see if like he needs a ride for something, and he has this like another voiceover moment in his head where he's like, "Red truck." <laughs> that's all he says or whatever. Um, and then he decides to ask her to the sneaker ball. But elsewhere, Michelle and Kristen, Kristen, Kirsten, <laughs> talking about Matt taking Becca. To the ball. Becca was the girl, the red truck girl that he just met. Is that her the name? The waitress. Yeah. Yes. The waitress. Her name. <laughs> um, which I guess they found out that news, like, really quickly. That was, like, really fast for that, like, news to spread that, like, that's just, like, the town gossip, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, like, Matt's taking Becca to the sneaker ball. <laughs> but they're sort of mad about it, and Kristen, Kirsten, Kirsten. whatever her name is... <laughs> Is like looking at Michelle all like sly, like, oh, you wanted to be taken to the sneaker ball and everything. She's like, what? I'm a boyfriend and he's rich and he's from New York. <laughs> Which again, Kirsten was like etch- etching Michelle onto Matt again, even though she yeah. knew that she had a boyfriend. I don't know. Also, they're doing this whole conversation while like choosing bras together. They're like fully in their underwear, just like, of does course. this one look good? As it's not a teen movie unless you're not talking unless you're talking about something in your bra with your friend. Yep, just as you do in real life. <laughs> yep, all the, the time. Um, but then Michelle tells uh, Kirsten because Kirsten was like, "Oh, but you have a boyfriend." And Michelle was like, "No, actually, Tom and I had a fight." Oh, so you know, setting up, right. she's gonna break up with Tom. She um, had to wait until she got those expensive skis first. <laughs> it's true. Before she broke oh, it off. No. And then at the sneaker ball, which is the place that Milo had tickets to. Which, by the way, when he was talking about having tickets to something, I thought it was like a sports game. But then he shows up to this fancy event, and I'm like, what is going on? I thought he was saying sneaker ball like a colloquialism for basketball. Or something. <laughs> sneaker ball. <laughs> hey, you want to go play some sneaker ball? Oh my god. Can you imagine? You know, like, their at- sneakers squeak. On the That's court. true. That's true. <laughs> hey, you want to go play some b-ball, some sneaker ball? But it's a hoop jump. <laughs> but it's not a basketball game. It's a awkward party. Mm-hmm. Um, and Milo shows up with Becca, um, and he's like, "Oh, do you want to dance?" But then you find out that she's kind of a gold digger because she's like, "Oh, people I just here need to mingle." Yeah, yeah. people are so rich here. Yeah. He's like, "This place looks like it has money. I need to go mingle." You're like, "Okay." She should just have Tom. She should. And she already looks true. the part. Yeah. yeah. 
Why aren't they just together? Tie up these loose ends? Because I'm just gonna skip ahead a little. But there's a random phone call later where Tom just he after he leaves Aspen, he calls Michelle and he's like. I think I left one of my ties there. And yeah. you think he's going to come back or something, but he never does? Yeah, that's true. There are quite Could a few. Could just tied up two of those loose ends. <laughs> yeah. um, with a tie. With a tie. Yeah. But then, of course, Milo gets, like, super depressed by this because she just, like, left him to go search for someone richer. When a parallel to that first scene with Anna Ferris. Oh, I know. <laughs> he's even, like, drinking again, like, a lot. <laughs> but then Michelle and uh, Kirsten sneak in. Which in like the most obvious, obvious yeah. conspicuous <laughs> fashion. Um, the Pink Panther theme is playing in the background. <laughs> looking around. Who's that? So Milo sees Michelle sort of like out of the corner of his eye. He goes over to say hi to her, but then he finds out that she is with Vito, the Italian asshole from the oh, beginning yeah. of the movie. Um, and is he anyone goes over. really ever with Vito? No. That's the thing. Vito's just there. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like, it's said that, that Vito, like, brings home, like, a, a different girl. Yeah, he's a player. He brings home. The he first is. scene he was in, I thought he was Michelle's boyfriend. Right. Yeah. Because he's, like, checking her out so sleazy. intensely. Yeah. And he's with her now, like, as her date to this thing. Also, is it just me? Also, no. Also, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> but is it just me, or is Vito, like, 25 years older than Yeah. yeah <laughs> this is... He was, like, right. really old for mm-hmm. her. Like, I thought that was a little weird Creep that she that came weird. in as her date. Yeah. I thought he was, like, her friend, you know, from the ski lodge or oh, whatever. Oh, she brought her dad! <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're together for some reason. Milo sees that they're together. He gets mad. Him and Vito get in a bit of a, a scuffle. Mm. <laughs> a fight. Um, and then fist Vito... flying. Yeah, Vito... Uh, One fist. Vito's fist. That's <laughs> <laughs> face. Um, and then Milo goes home after that, all super sad, and he decides to look for a job because he wants to leave Aspen finally, because there's really, like, nothing for him there. Um, even though, like, the thing that made him want to stay, which was his relationship with his friends, is still strong, he's like, ah, this girl isn't into me, I'm gonna leave. And Tyler is in the computer room, because this is an old movie, (laughs) and and he's like, bro, just stay with us, like, your friends are here, what the heck, man? He's like, no, I'm gonna go away from you guys. He's like, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And he finds... You do you, Yeah, and he he finds a job, and he calls in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. Like, how could he not realize he's waking her up? (laughs) He's, like, opening the curtains, oh, shit. But then Tyler's like, well, you woke her up already. Might as well. <laughs> Might Just as well persist. Keep pestering her. Never get the job. Keep persisting. And he does get an interview from, like, pestering yeah. her. He calls her, like, four times at one in the morning. And she's and like, well. he gets the job. Because <laughs> he pulls out some of his. Fancy schmancy. Fancy knowledge. Knowledge. <laughs> so the next night, they're at a club. And Rico, quote unquote, Peter is his real mm-hmm. name. But Rico starts dancing with some hot blonde girl. Another oh, one. Another, oh, this is another this crazy is awkward moment. Crazy. When he has the hair. Yeah, he, he has like this weird afro wig. wig. For some Where did reason. that come from? I don't know. I had, did like, he a... think he was going to impress people with that? <laughs> he did. Oh, well, obviously that, that... he did. But why? I think but why? my question is. Yes. I had this weird moment where I was watching that scene where I had to, like, pause it and, like, search up when this movie came out, because I was like, is this supposed to take place in, like, the 70s or something? Because there's, like, a disco ball, there's kind of, like, weird disco music playing in the background. He's got this crazy big afro, and I'm like, when is this supposed to take place? Oh, 2003? (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) 
Um, and I guess someone must have liked his weird afro and dancing. Because oh, they're, they're at a party, so drink. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. true. Because <laughs> he's dancing with this hot blonde girl who, again, looks the same as every other of the three blonde girls in this movie. And Four. isn't this a fifth one? Fifth is blonde girl. Isn't yeah. this like that's a completely right. different one that never shows up again? That's right. Yeah. There's five it. now. <laughs> oh my god. I, I mean she she doesn't count. There's there's four like main ones and then this is but, some yeah. random there's chick. Michelle, Kirsten, Kristen, Kristen. <laughs> yeah. Her waitress. Sister, Becca and the sister. Becca this. was the gold digger. Uh-huh. Becca was the waitress, gold digger, yes. Who's her sister? Not Becca's sister, Kristen, Kristen, Kristen. <laughs> she had a sister? Yeah. Oh, I thought when? it was um the main girl's sister. Oh. I have I no clue. It was one of their sisters. <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> she came in later, though, yeah. when they're at the bar and they're doing the accents. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then this girl that Rico's dancing with. Oh, my God. I can't even tell any Too of many them. girls. I can't. <laughs> Jeez. How do they keep track of all these girls? What it's trying to show is that he he wants to take out, like, a stick of gum, but he takes out a condom. He thinks like, the condom is gum. Like, he wouldn't notice. <laughs> He's he so distracted. Yeah. Like, yeah, this feels like gum. Gum. <laughs> circular yeah. thing in this packet. But it's, like, massive. Like, what stick of gum is yeah. that big and circular and slimy? Question he, is, he is very distracted. <laughs> very distracted. And then the girl gets kind of creeped out. Because he puts it in his Hella mouth. Hella creeped out. <laughs> like a stick of gum. Yep. And then he's like, I and guess then, I'm going to never see And then the friends all cheer when he <laughs> chews the condom or something. Yeah. Like, that was great. <laughs> to be honest, if either of you That sounds that, realistic. Yeah. It sounds realistic. That was the most realistic part of this entire movie. Yeah. After that, he goes to Seattle, right, for the job interview, and he gets the job, but we talked about that already. Yeah. Back in Aspen, he goes to the slope, and his friend Carter is, like, banging some girl in the... (laughs) Take a drink. Take a drink. And he's in the, the ski lift operator place, and he convinces Carter to let him go on the slopes, and that's where he finds Michelle, and he apologizes to her... For, like, being a dick during the, the ball. sneaker ball. Yeah. What a dumb name. Sneaker and his apology was, like, excuse, excuse, excuse. I'm sorry. Excuse, excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that great? <laughs> but she was like, oh, I guess it's fine. She forgave him. Yeah. So then the next night they're at another bar. Take another drink because mm-hmm. they're at a party in every other scene. <laughs> and then Rico, again, is trying to um, get with two of these identical blonde girls <laughs> that are at the bar and he's pretending to be like this crazy Carter yeah wait. like Russian guy that's true <laughs> wait did the thing with the two chicks coming out of Carter's room already happen or is that to I come? think that's after that's later okay mm-hmm. yeah so he's pretending to be like the Russian same, yeah Russian uh, guy for some, some reason, reason. And, and then, then he switches accents halfway through and he's like southern yeah. yeah i'm just playing with all i'm actually from the south so and then he keeps it up <laughs> until kirsten comes by and then she's like no i know these guys are not actually southern and then he's just or russian. <laughs> <laughs> or russian <laughs> um and they all like drink together and get yeah. super drunk um then they go home back to to milo's house um where michelle who i guess has been drinking with them as well um is super drunk um, and Milo has to take care of her, and he puts her to bed. But here, because she's super drunk, she's sort of just, like, spilling everything. Um, <laughs> she tells him that she broke up with Tom, and then immediately falls asleep. <laughs> so he yep. doesn't really get to explain that or anything. 
Um, but the next morning... The next morning is the one you were thinking of. Yes. Take two trays. No, empty. Oh, empty right. the glass. <laughs> because Chug Carter, it. Two women two. come out of his room. And there's also some random guy sleeping on their couch whose name is like Vogel or something. <laughs> I was super confused right. by that. And they never explain at all why he's there. They're like, who are you? He's like, I'm Vogel. Like, they should know. And he doesn't say anything after that. The way that they paused after he said, I'm Vogel. Like, I thought you were expected to know who that was. Like, they mentioned him like, before. Like, oh, Vogel. <laughs> that guy. Of course. Nope. First time and last time that that comes yep. up. Don't know what that was. I, I'm still confused by that I'm scene. I'm still, I don't, and then he just is still there. He doesn't leave. <laughs> he just, like, He's starts just chilling there while they're all just having a conversation. Yeah, that's, he has nowhere to be. He, I guess so. And he pitches into their conversation at the end. Because <laughs> they, they have this moment where the womanizer guy, Carter. Carter, I don't think I ever heard his name in the movie, but um, Carter is saying that he has he's going to go um, on a uh, to go meet a co-worker for coffee or something. Yeah, he works at the coffee shop with this flamboyantly gay guy. Uh-huh. And they're all like, dude, it's a date. He's asked you out. He's like, what? No, no way. Gay? <laughs> what? And then random couch guy was like, yeah, he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who are you, Vogel? <laughs> and he's just really, um, he doesn't want to believe he's going on a date with a guy. But, okay, can I pitch a theory to you guys? Yes. Like, Carter is, like, in the closet in this movie. That's what I thought. And Overcompensation with all the ladies. That's exactly, right? <laughs> and also, I'm pretty sure he fucked Vogel. That's why he's there. <laughs> That's the only reason why oh, was there. And then he shit. felt bad about it, and he went out to find two ladies, and that's why they're there. I think that's pretty much that, confirmed. That's a very, yeah, cohesive mm-hmm. theory. Because Val protested way too much. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? Date? Man? Me? What? Never. And he decides to still go on the date, but he yeah. wants someone to come with him. So, so he, he takes drags Matt. along Matt. He takes Matt, yeah. Poor oh, Matt. Can I just say, why are there no raunchy gay teen comedies like this one? Why yeah. do it always gotta be like the same straight white guy with the same straight white girl? I wanna see the solo Carter movie where he's <laughs> just like, where are the gay guys in Aspen aside from that coffee shop? Yeah. They make a, a lot of jokes about Carter possibly being gay. The stuff you can get away with in the 2000s. In 2003. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Amazing. But uh, before Matt goes on the coffee date with Carter and Sergio, who's the guy that's uh, Carter's Sergei? meeting for Sergey. I mean, is he Russian? Thought it's a Russian name, right? Sergey. Oh my god! Oh, the <laughs> True. So Matt walks Michelle out before he uh, goes to oh, right. meet them on the date. <laughs> He walks her out and he asks her out because she's now single. Um, and she kisses him. So I guess... And the rest of the roommates so, and Vogel are watching from the window <laughs> and cheering. Yep. And they cheer like, a Until lot. somebody closes the blinds. Just... <laughs> and I don't know like, why. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. So then on the date, Carter is acting the like... The not date. The not date. Carter's not gay. He's <laughs> acting super awkward around... Sergey? Yeah, why did they have that subplot with him and Sergey anyway? Because it's like an no, hour late, and because ten of later. Minutes. That's that true. That one thing. That's true, but that payoff <laughs> <laughs> that we'll get to. It's very late into this movie, though. It's a it's a weird so, moment to add in this an hour and ten minutes. Oh wow! 
and this awkward scene that we have to sit through for the payoff at the end, though. Mm. When Carter tells Sergey that he he likes women and he like tries to Sergey's like you're not gay. Uh, Are you sure? Are you sure? But then Rico has to come along and ruin it because because Sergey seems like sort of like okay with it for now. But then yeah. Rico comes along. He's and... okay with him liking women. <laughs> <laughs> but then he has his permission. Oh, no. <laughs> But then Rico comes along and pretends to be Carter's gay boyfriend. <laughs> so then Sergey no, gets... Carter's straight boyfriend. He <laughs> <laughs> pretends to be his straight boyfriend would be dating a man. Like, they didn't go discuss this at all. Because <laughs> Peter's just a dick. <laughs> uh, so then Sergey gets super mad at Carter and, like, storms out. Uh, Rico thinks it's hilarious, and Carter's like, "What the? You blew my chances." I mean, what? <laughs> He's a coworker. <laughs> um, and then Rico just like awkwardly asks for advice on how to get laid because he hasn't this whole movie, and mm-hmm. he really—that's like his whole character. He just, he just really, really wants, wants to get he laid. He really wants to get laid. <laughs> then later they're skiing. Um, so Milo says that he got the job in Seattle, and he's, like, super excited for it. But there's a catch that he has to move to Seattle within the next three days. Mm-hmm. There's crazy. a rush. Rush order super on... Rush okay, order. but what's crazier is he wants to ask Michelle to move there with him after they knew each other for, like, a month? Yeah. How, how, what's the timeline on this? Am I right? Has it been, like, a month? Or is it less? Is it more? It seems like it's been, like Okay, well, they end school in May, right? Mm-hmm. Then they immediately went to Aspen. And then we've had Christmas, so it's been half a year at least. Okay. I think. I thought at the beginning it was winter break, and he wanted to go there for a winter break. But they graduated. That's right. But I thought... So if you graduate, you don't have winter break, you just have all break all the time. (laughs) Until you get a job. (laughs) And then you have no breaks ever. The movie is called it's Winter called Break. Break. One of its but they graduated. You're right. That what is the weird. plot point is this? Does not up. Why would it be called Winter Break if they don't even have a Winter Break? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just their life. <laughs> <laughs> is it like referencing the fact that she breaks up with his, her boyfriend in the winter? That's deep. If That's it is, just too like... deep. I don't. Yeah, know it's it. too deep. Because <laughs> I was so sure it started in the winter. <laughs> Me too, but I guess, like, where are they? They're in Colorado, right? Is it snowy all year round? Who knows? I didn't think so. I don't think so. We live in Canada, and it's not. <laughs> it's, it's snowing all the time in Canada. <laughs> but, but that's different. <laughs> we have, like, one month of summer. <laughs> I guess it's been a couple months. Let's pretend, right? okay, even if it has been a couple months, he wants her to move there with him. With three days notice. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it takes more than three days to, like, Find an apartment. You know what I mean. Pack up your shit. <laughs> yeah. Find a job there. For her, yeah, he has a job. He, but yeah, it's kind of a dick move because like he wasn't really thinking about her. He's just like, oh, I want to go there and I love her, so I'm just gonna. So ask she's her gonna to, follow me. She's gonna come. But I'm because she broke up with her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. But wasn't that like the whole thing with Michelle and why she broke up with her? New York boyfriend was a New York boyfriend, wanted her to move to New York, New York just also, for him. Also, wasn't that the reason at the beginning Anna Ferris broke up with him? Because she was in, she was going to Buffalo, or he was going to, yeah. she was going to Buffalo. No, no. And she didn't want to do a distance thing. He was going to Buffalo. He was going to Buffalo. And she and didn't she want wasn't. to move to Buffalo right. with him. Yeah. Maybe that should have been like a sign for fool him. Fool me like, once, fool me twice, Nick. <laughs> what? But I guess he, he wants to do the literal same thing again. Wow. 
Spoilers! Surprise, surprise. no character development in this movie no, for him isn't. at all. He's right? just the same no. guy. He's too pretty for that to happen. <laughs> That's the Good thing. thing he's pretty. <laughs> he doesn't have to learn. Because he just asks the same thing of Michelle that he asks Anna Ferris in the beginning, except that she goes along with it eventually. Yeah. Even though at the beginning, she acts the same way Anna Ferris did and was like, hey, um, how about no? <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, I have a life too, and it doesn't involve me going to Seattle. So, Also, she mentions, Michelle mentions in an earlier scene that she wants to stay in Aspen for at least a year, right? Yeah. Yeah, in like so one she of has the earliest. Yeah. She has plans. She's got two jobs that she's working. She can't just up and leave. Yeah. What a dick. <laughs> what a dick. I love Milo and Demilia, but what a ah, dick, yeah. Matt. So they all go skiing at night, and that's when he wants to ask her. Mm-hmm. Was he wants to ask her to, to move with him within the next three days yeah. to and, Seattle. And he butters her up by giving her that book she was talking about in that first party scene with the kazoo guy. <laughs> Moon, Mother kazoo. Moon, which I don't think is a real book, but I've never read a real book in my life, so you can correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. So he gives her a copy of that book. And she's like, I love it. She starts kissing him, and it and falls it in the snow, and she just leaves it there. <laughs> yeah, because they both, like, fall over. They're like, oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Topple over together into the snow. And the rest of the their roommates are skiing, so they're like, let's go inside and have a little hanky-panky. So they go inside, and they have a little hanky-panky. Mm-hmm. But or he never mm-hmm. asked her to do the thing that he was yeah. going to ask her. To move. Yeah. To move. Plus, like, once they were going to leave, like, they've been kissing in the snow for, like, 30, 20 seconds, maybe. Um, and then Milo or Michelle, one of them, I can't remember, says, like, oh, our friends are going to start to worry where we are. And I'm like, it's been, like, half a minute. Why would <laughs> they are having yeah. fun. They're <laughs> like, why are we having so much fun? Oh, those two are still at the top of the hill, that's why. <laughs> so instead of, they're like, oh, we should probably go meet our friends. They're probably worrying where we are after a minute of us, the main characters, not being with them. <laughs> but then they just go and uh, hook up. Yeah. Without telling anyone where they're going. So I yep. guess that's that problem solved. And then the next morning, uh, Michelle and Rico are in the kitchen. Because Michelle woke up, Matt's still asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rico's in the kitchen. So they're sort of talking. And um, Rico finds tickets on the kitchen counter. To for, Seattle? Yeah, it's Matt's tickets that he was going to take to Seattle in the next like two days or something. And they confront him about it. Where they're like, why are you going to Seattle, man? And he eventually breaks down and tells... He's like, Seattle? Me? <laughs> Who's going to Seattle? <laughs> yeah, so it takes, like, so much prompting for him to finally be like, okay, this is what's going on. And then, rightly so, she gets mad at him, because she's like, oh, why didn't you tell me you're going in three days? And initially, she gets mad at him because she thinks, oh, he has a girlfriend in Seattle. That's why mm-hmm. he wants to go there. He's like, no, 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 I have a job. And she's like, oh, you're going to leave me after we just slept together? Is yeah. Is that what you wanted from me? And he's like, eee, no, that's not. Was not a convincing answer. He's yeah. sort of like hesitating. He's like, let me explain. Mm. You're like, Milo, come on. That's how you're going to answer that? So she gets mad. She storms off. And he has to go apologize to her again, his shitty apology. And But she's still upset. Rightfully and, so, I'd yep. say. And she doesn't want to go. And then they have another party, take a drink, and it's the old wisdom couple's anniversary party. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. This party gets really out of hand. <laughs> yeah. 
at first, everyone's like asking if Michelle is okay because I guess they found out that Milo slept with her and then she dumped him and all this stuff happened. And she just broke up with her rich boy. Yeah. She needs oh, some time to get over By that. the way, like, she was initially mad at him because he, she thought that Milo had a girlfriend in Seattle when she literally had a boyfriend in New York and that's why this Milo, whole time. like, yeah. the whole time. Like, girl, that's just your situation that you're getting mad at. But anyway, the uh, womanizer. Projection. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The womanizer guy, Carter, Carter, shows up with Sergey, like, on his arm. <gasps> this is the best scene that's ever. That's the payoff. That's the payoff I was talking about. And he's, like, pretending to be gay with Sergey and Sergey. For, like, like, a two whole minutes. It's yeah. Like, it's and a like, solid I'm thing. joking. I'm straight. <laughs> Wait. You guys bought that? <laughs> You love that? Me being gay? I would never. <laughs> so he's like, okay, bye. Because that's all he was there for. Literally just leaves after that. Oh my god. I and actually... then, like, they're totally chill, even though, when did this reconciliation happen? You know? Yeah. Like, Sergey was kind of pissed off at him last time. He's like, hey, do you want to pretend time. to be gay at this party <laughs> for my friends with me? He's like, so yeah. at my, at my, yeah, cost to myself. So Kristen and Rico, Kristen, Kristen, finally gets together with Rico. And they're, so they're hooking up in the closet for some reason. The old couple, old wisdom couple's closet. Or their daughter's closet or yeah. something. Because they find a cheerleading outfit. And Kirsten's like, you know what I've always wanted to try. And then it cuts to <laughs> Rico in the cheerleading outfit. She's like in that. Like varsity jacket, quarterback, jock. yeah, yeah. <laughs> gender role reversal. He's like slapping his own ass, <laughs> <laughs> and then Sergey comes in, yeah. and then everybody comes in, and, and she hides under the bed or something. And he's like, "Cause she's a- smart." Yeah, he's like, "There's a girl in here with me, I swear." And Sergey's like, "Um." Uh-huh. <laughs> she kind of shakes her head, like, "Don't say I'm here." And he's like, "I'm just kidding. This is me. <laughs> just me alone." <laughs> Michelle decides to go home. Peter, is that his name? Yeah. I'm just going to call him Rico. <laughs> yeah. Rico and uh, Kirsten actually, like, get together. Um, Michelle walks in on them. Everyone's walking in on them. Um, she decides to go home because she's, like, not really having a great time. Um, and when she gets home, she finds the Moon Mother Moon book that Milo, I guess, had taken from the No water hill. damage <laughs> at all. It's been lying in the snow all night. <laughs> And Milo dropped it off at her house. So then she starts reading it. Um, and there's like this sweet, I'm Why sorry. Why are all the pages stuck together? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this sweet, From like. From the snow. From the snow job? Snow job. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this sweet, like, I'm sorry message inside the cover of the book. Um, and then Tom, her ex-boyfriend, randomly calls her up, like, I love to tie at your place. And you think it's going to lead to some other scene, but... I literally it was just, no like, emotion. showing that she is, like, waiting for him to apologize or something, or, like, beg for her to take him back. And then, like, her disappointment when he's like, oh, I just need my tie. I thought it would be, she's upset over Matt, so when Tom calls her, she's like, well, Oh, let's rich, get back together. Let's, you know... None of the above. So none actually of that. 
that's surprisingly. it. That's the end of that. No tying up that loose mm-hmm. end. And then the next scene, it just jumps to Matt in Seattle, and we see he's kind of good at his job, and his boss likes what he, whatever he's doing. I don't really know what his job is. Mm-hmm. I'm in liberal arts. I don't know. <laughs> and he wants to do a stupid thing, and he wants to quit his job to go back to Aspen to see Michelle. And his boss is like... Luckily, his boss is sane. a bit smarter. Yeah. yeah. She's like, um, excuse me, what do you want to do? Uh, we need you at the Career company. suicide? Yeah. Is that what I exactly. heard? <laughs> and he's like, listen, I just gotta know if she loves me back, and blah, blah, all this bullshit, whatever, rom-com bullshit. Thankfully, his boss is like, well, I think you're a little under the weather, so I'm gonna let might you be go. contagious. The, yeah, it might. Don't want to infect everyone here with your love sickness, <laughs> so I'm gonna let you go for the day. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. So Matt goes back to Aspen. He's, like, trying to find uh, Michelle. And he, like, once again, bursts into her classroom full of little kitties. Mm-hmm. She's, like, reading a book to them. And he just, like, bursts in. He, like, knocks on the door. And he's like, I need to talk to you. She's like, I'm working, brah. Can this not wait? He's like, no. <laughs> and he starts talking to her. And she's like, you have ten seconds. And he's like, okay. And for the longest ten seconds of my life, he kind of apologizes and all the kids are watching and she's like after that night that we spent together <laughs> and the kids, and are, the like, kids are like Ooh. like they know what that means they're like <laughs> six years old and i guess he wins her over because like they have like this big kiss at the end also like he didn't even like take her into the hallway to talk or anything he's just like she no here up. in front of the kids i know this is the middle of the work day <laughs> and you're working but screw that i need to talk to you and after they kiss and make up, all the kids just, like, start clapping. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then they have this kind of abrupt ending montage where um, it just sort of says where all the characters end up. And by all the characters, I mean... Um, the roommates are still on Aspen. Michelle <laughs> moved to Seattle with him. And he says some bullshit in his voiceover about when your heart is content, your life is content. Wow. Uh-uh. That was deep. That was so deep. (laughs) So in the end, Michelle moved to Seattle with Matt anyway. Yep. Just... Cause. Just cause. She wanted to... They said something about, like, she wanted to pursue her master's or something. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole reason she got mad at him was, I guess, partly because he didn't tell her she was moving to Seattle the day that he took the job or whatever. But also, like, she... Like, he wasn't thinking of her when he was like, hey, I got this job in Seattle, yeah. you're coming with me. And she's like, uh, no, do I get a say in this? And at the end, she's like, you know what, no, I don't need to say in this. And she just kind of goes along with it. But, uh, that's the end of the movie. So that's that. That's that. I agree, though, that there was zero character development in this movie. Just all the characters just were the same by the end so, of the movie. They just went in a circle, everyone. Except they're now in different places than they were at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Even the relationship with... Kirsten and Rico that I know like you were supposed to ship because the whole time they were sort of hinting at the two of them getting together but it was more just like you got the idea that Kirsten liked Rico because she kept she was the only one that like would talk to him um and then but Rico the whole movie was just trying to get with every girl but her because like his whole thing was like he wanted to get laid because I guess like that's like his whole character his development is that he got laid wow (laughs) wow 
But it was less like, oh, the two of them, like the, the, the thing with Milo and um, Michelle, or Matt and Michelle, <laughs> and just Milo and Amelia and Michelle, was that like the two of them liked each other and there's this back and forth of whatever of like, oh, I'm available, now I'm not available, we're having a fight or whatever, and then they finally get together at the end. But with the side story of uh, Kirsten and Rico, it was more like Rico wants to have sex with somebody Anybody. in the town. Happened to be Kristen at the end. Mm -hmm. Good job. <laughs> totally oblivious to the fact that she likes him for ages. Yeah. <laughs> All he did was unearth a new kink that he loves to be in cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. Can we just go through the list of Matt, no development. Mm -hmm. Michelle, no development. Peter, as we said, none. Carter, he pretended to be gay for one day <laughs> exactly. No development. I thought Tyler was, because they, they, he's like a fuck-up at the beginning. I thought he was going to, like, kind of get his life together, but, yeah. Nope. Nope. That did not happen. Incorrect. Vito, still an asshole. Yep, always Old couple, asshole. still old, still wise. <laughs> That's it. That's all the characters. That's really it. Justine was the only one that, that knew what she wanted and got it, because she was like, I don't want to be with this guy anymore. It's Justine Anna Ferris? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she broke up with him, and she yeah. did her own life. That's, That's kind of it. Though. Yeah. So I guess at the end of the movie, we're sort of still at the same place we were at the beginning of the movie in terms of characters. It's just Milo and Michelle are now in Seattle, yeah. but everything else is the, the same. same. <laughs> Lovely. It's amazing. <laughs> what did you think of this movie overall? Regardless of all that, I still liked it. Okay. <laughs> I still liked it. I love that it was Milo Ventimiglia. Precisely. I will watch anything with him in it. <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I did find, I, I had to watch it kind of like in bits because I kept getting super bored and just walking away. It was a little hard for me to stay concentrated on the movie. I don't know. I thought it was You know a the trick to that is watching on YouTube and putting it 1.5 speed. Oh, That's what yeah. I did. Oh, that's That may idea. be why I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep that in mind for next time. By the way... YouTube was the only place I could find this Same. movie. Amy had well, to send me the link. I was searching for like an hour. I, I sent you a link that probably, you know, exploded your computer. <laughs> um, my antivirus did not alert me at all, so I watched it on that sketchy link that I tried to send it to both of you over Facebook, and it didn't let me. It was like, <laughs> alert! So it wouldn't let it send. Oh, no! Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's on YouTube. Oh, God. Yeah. That's easier. <laughs> <clears throat> even even YouTube broke it up into bits. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube couldn't take it. I think it was probably like a, what's it called? The thing where you copy Copyright. someone else? Copyright thing. Oh, yeah. But also, it might have just been too boring to have it. <laughs> not not terrible movie, though. Yeah. For me, at least. Um, Man, but I don't know. As much as I love Milo Ventimiglia and Juliet from Psych, <laughs> it wasn't quite enough for me to love this movie. I don't think. You know what would have made it so good? What? Is Robert Tenney Jr. with a German accent and frosted tips. Yeah. <laughs> like in the and gay. Movie. Gay for Sergei. For and Sergei. gay for Sergei. <laughs> like he was in the hit movie Friends and Lovers from 1999. Oh my oh. god, it came out before this one. Oh my god. Yeah. He was also a ski instructor in that one. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Is this just the same He was movie also trying was? to steal someone's girl, I think. I think that would just, it's just the same movie, but it came out first, and it's probably better. Oh, no. It also had one of the Baldwin brothers in it. Alec? Not Alec. There's like five of them. There's Adam. Alec. I don't think he's one of the brothers. I think he's just a random <laughs> Baldwin. <laughs> There's Alec, and nobody knows the other ones. 
Jeremiah Baldwin, Constance Baldwin, Cornelius Baldwin. I don't know. Cornelius Fudge. Cornelius Fudge. I always thought it was just Alec Baldwin, and then I found out he had a brother, and I'm like, oh, weird. Like four brothers. There's two of them. And then now there's like six Baldwins. Yeah. I'm like, when did this happen? It's true. It wasn't Alec. It was one of the other ones that nobody knows. Jer- Jeremiah. Jeremiah Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Constantine. The Mormon. Constantine Baldwin. <laughs> Uh, let's see what other people thought of this movie. Well, first, um, IMDb gave it a 5.1 out of 10. Not bad. And Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score, not the critic score, because there is no critic score, (laughs) uh, gave them a 38%. Oh, shit. That's pretty fair. Yeah. So we also have some, uh, IMDb user reviews. Do you want to start us off? Yeah. So the first review we have here is from Justin Danger. <laughs> Love Danger is my last name. <laughs> um, they gave it an 8 out of 10. That was pretty good. Yeah, 9 out of 12 found this review helpful. And the tagline is, Ski movie comedy romance. They do what you wish you could. <laughs> <laughs> I do Concise. wish. Concise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. I do wish that I could move to a random town in the U.S. And, and ignore a quarter million dead. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't oh, yeah. even pay off his debt. Oh my god, they never mentioned the debt again. Dead. He oh still god. has a job. He'll pay it off eventually. But they don't... No, of course not. I know, but... You think that... That was like the whole reason this whole movie happened, was because he had a lot of debt. You'd think they would mention that at the end. It was a prime motivation in this movie. Until it changed drastically. (laughs) To the girl. (laughs) To the girl. (laughs) Okay, well. So his review goes, This is one of those cheesy but good movies for people who are young or feel young. (laughs) (laughs) Like that wisdom couple. (laughs) If you like the pie movies, I'm assuming that's American American pie, pie. then this might be for you. But this is just a slightly more grown-up film. Less fart jokes in parentheses. (laughs) And it has a chick appeal. Does it? Does well, it I know? guess Milo Ventimiglia. Milo Ventimiglia. The, chick oh, okay. the whole chick appeal. <laughs> With the not too over the top amount of romance. That's the chick appeal? Is the not too over the top amount of romance? Okay. Oh, it's okay. Milo. <laughs> it's Milo. Let's be real. <laughs> These four guys leave university and move to a ski hill. Now you can live vicariously. Now you can live vicariously through their lens. Through their lens. Yep. A somewhat predictable plot. That was my yep. big point on the movie, was the whole thing was super predictable. But you were not expecting a great drama or in-depth look into the psyche, were you? Again, the psych <laughs> reference. <laughs> but you have to see the great character played by Eddie Kane Thomas, because I'm sure everyone knows a guy just like, quote-unquote, Rico. If you want the usual laughs and the comedy style of a life-changing movie, also in quotes, <laughs> then give it a watch. In fact, just watch it anyway. You'll probably like it. A life-changing movie? <laughs> Did this change either of your lives? I didn't think it changed the lives no, of even the characters like with, in the movie. Yeah, within the movie, but it still doesn't work. That, it doesn't work. In that context. No? I don't remember a lot of the things that <laughs> happened in this movie. We just went over it. Yeah. I've already forgotten the sound of it. Oh my god, the next review gave it a 10 out of 10? Oh. People really like this movie. Damn. Oh, how many people found that first one helpful? 9 out of 12. Pretty decent. 9 out of 12. Okay. This next one, though, 1 out of 3 found this helpful, which I guess it's a third of the three people that found it okay. helpful. Um, this is by user MSD Solo. Tagline is great movie. Dot, dot, dot. Oh. Ooh, I don't know. That could be, be leading up to something. <laughs> but. <laughs> but it says, 
Amazing picture, amazing acting, amazing filmography. Is that a word? Yeah. Okay. Amazing filmography. Cinematography? Wasn't that? No, nope. according to MS Solo, <laughs> filmography. Well, he is the expert. <laughs> yep, he is. I'm surprised nobody has heard of it. Love it. Peace. Sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Right on, dude. <laughs> Sorry, but the rules say... Oh my god, someone again talking about the ten lines that they need on I don't know why they keep saying that, because I find, like, one, two-line reviews sometimes. Yeah, I guess IMDb has, like, a thing where you need ten lines to submit a review. I guess anyway, so. He says, sorry, but the rules say I need ten lines to submit this, so I'm gonna ramble. I saw this movie on one of the Cineplex channels, but it was titled Winter Break, and I was like, let's watch this. And I did. I fell in love with it, and I searched for it in IMDb, but it didn't show up. Finally, I read the descriptions of the results, and I saw sheer bliss. I thought to myself, that sure sounds familiar. Sure enough, winter break and sheer bliss are one and the same. Isn't that a doozy? <laughs> Where did this guy listen <laughs> come from? Like, 1940s. <laughs> yeah. Is this ten lines yet? Let me see. Yep, it's enough. Peace for real this time. <laughs> I think I MSD Solo that. is maybe my favorite person on the planet. How many people found that one helpful? One out of three. Alright, okay. I found that You mean a million out of a million? <laughs> of course. It's three out it's of three a, right here. So. Yeah, there we go. Okay, I have one called Fun Movie Awesome Soundtrack. This is by <laughs> Captain Obama. <laughs> nice. I, oh, four out of four people found this. Helpful. Oh, damn, okay. I really like this movie. Oh, it has no rating, by the way. <laughs> it's just their opinion. I really like this movie. It's fun and the characters are likable. Okay. The plot is your typical, I graduated, now what theme. True. But it's still well worth watching. I truly enjoyed the movie, but the best part was the soundtrack. The so <laughs> was it though? <laughs> was it though? I have to interject I don't even remember the soundtrack. <laughs> The songs are all by relative unknowns who actually write their own stuff. Check out Fresh Tracks Music <laughs> for the soundtrack. Just plug promo and more music along the same lines. <laughs> okay. There are a few familiar faces in the movie, but for the most part, the cast is young actors who you might recognize if you watch a lot of films. I found it when I got on a kick of watching lower-budget straight-to-video films. <laughs> I found a lot of good ones, and a few average ones. <laughs> I put this one in the good category. If you like skiing and are a sucker for a cute romantic comedy, then this is the film for you. Literally the only reason I included that was, <laughs> check out Fresh Tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shameless promo. <laughs> I know. I have one more review from user, uh, the world is mine. <laughs> like it is with that username. <laughs> They gave it a 9 out of 10, and their tagline was, Brilliant movie. What other teen movies want to be? That's... Sh sure. Okay. <laughs> I'd say this movie is more, What other teen movies want to be? No, wait. <laughs> Don't want That's to be. what he just said. <laughs> That's what he said. bold of you to say. <laughs> <laughs> this is more, Wanting to be what other teen movies are. Ah. Let's put it that way. But let's see what he has to say. <laughs> Warning, spoilers. <laughs> we got that. Snow job. I guess that's what it, it has. Why is, three names, why is this dude? movie have so many names? Snow job is what it was called when I saw it. It looks like another gross out slash sex comedy, but it's actually a much superior comedy with a great story, great a acting. Superior comedy that requires <laughs> a superior intellect to understand. 
and likable characters in a way I'd like a sequel. And in a way, I don't, because this, is <laughs> because this movie is great in that it tells and ends the story. Sure, I'd love to see the characters back, but it would have to be a great story, and they can't use a wedding. You know why. Okay, hold up. <laughs> what is that ominous, you know why? What does that mean? Why I, in don't. fact, don't know why. <laughs> and I would love him to elaborate, but I don't think he does. Also, this whole thing is written without any periods in it. I'm just trying, excuse me if I'm reading it wrong, but I'm trying to figure out where the sentences are supposed to end. Um, you know why. I'm assuming that's the end of sentence. <laughs> Except that I don't. I don't know why. Why can't mine. we include a wedding in the next one? Tell me why. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a heartbreak. Tell me why. But as the movie stands, it's funny without being offensive. It's a sweet movie, and the women are treated with respect, and the movie and chemistry... Are they, <laughs> are they though? <laughs> I feel like they tried to with, like, that car scene. Like, I'm not I, like other girls. Oh, I can fix a car. I see that. <laughs> um, and the romance and chemistry between the leads is amazing. If ever a film should have went to a cinema, this is it. <laughs> well, I disagree on so many points, <laughs> and I'm still trying to figure out what he means by... You know why. Same. Because I, I don't know why. Why can't you have... Aren't half of the rom-coms, like, they start off with a wedding that yeah. like, gets interrupted or end with a wedding? Maybe that's yeah. why, because, like, there are too many rom-coms with them. I don't know. I need an explanation. The world is mine. Uh, zero out of one found that one helpful, though. Yeah, so I well, one person just yeah. why. <laughs> well, that was what IMDb thought of it. What did we think about this movie? If we had to rate it from 1 to 10 on our classic gold movie <laughs> scale... Classic, iconic, Goldblum mm -hmm. scale. Anya, you're our guest today. Do you yeah. want to go first? See, the thing is, I have to compare it to other bad movies, and I don't really watch bad movies. Okay, uh, just on so a scale of 1 to 10, normal... 6. six. That's fair. Okay. I was okay. in a good mood when I watched it. It didn't <laughs> take me out of that good mood. Okay. Yeah. I'll consider that a success. Uh, Ashley? I feel like it's always good to get, like, a range of, of people on the podcast and people's <laughs> opinions to, like, see what they think of it. Oh, this is going to be contradictory. Okay. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Just because I But it's Milo. I was, it was Milo is Milo. Milo is the three. It, <laughs> Otherwise, the it would be zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I liked him, and I liked Juliet from Psych. But I was just so bored. The whole movie, not a ton happened. There's no character development. I was just kind of bored with it. But uh, Milo Ventimiglia was very cute. redeeming and <laughs> cute during this movie. I'm gonna give it a two because I haven't seen him in anything else. But he was cute. <laughs> yeah. You haven't watched This Is Us or no. Gilmore Girls no. or, or Heroes. No. Oh no! What are you doing with your life? I don't know. Watching Psych. Apparently, I'm watching this movie. So I'm just going to give it a two. All the same reasons. Yeah. It was predictable. There were a lot of, like, uh, things from other teen-slash-romance movies that they, like, put in this one. You're like, oh, my God. Again. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's a two from me. <laughs> wow, I really boost this average. <laughs> You're bringing up their GPA. Yeah. That they're not in school. They're still and failing. they don't have winter break. <laughs> I don't... Can we just talk about the names during this? Winter break. Doesn't quite work That's because why I had three names because people kept saying, well, this one doesn't work. <laughs> Winter break, doesn't work. Snow job, that's acceptable. It sets the tone. Too. Yeah. Uh, well, sheer bliss, I would not know if you held a gun to my head and asked me what the movie Sheer Bliss would be about. I would not know what to say to you. 
So there are tons of better movies <laughs> you can watch. But uh, if, if you watch this one, we're sorry. <laughs> if you watch this one, you can tell us your thoughts. Um, or if you have any other bad movies you want to recommend to us to make us suffer through, you can reach us at our Twitter, which is at BMS Podcast on Twitter, or we have an email. It's badmoviesundaypodcast at gmail.com. So we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next next week.